And I am Aware Now. Aware Now, the official platform for causes. Tune in and turn it up as we raise awareness one story at a time for the causes that tie us all together. In 2002, the Women's Journey Conference was created, and five years later, the Women's Journey Foundation was formed with Patty Terrell as its founder and president, creating a transformational shift in the way women and girls view themselves. The Women's Journey Foundation is a nonprofit organization whose mission is to strengthen confidence and self-reliance in women and girls of all ages. Exclusion creates delusion. In education, this is particularly true when we look at history books and don't see the women who were part of the story but left out of the narrative. Patty, you are the founder of the Women's Journey Foundation. While women have come a long way, we still have so far to go. Please share the importance of recognition for women in the past and that impact for the future. Right, right. Well, uh, to your point that the the fact that women are left out of the history books, less than 5% of educational materials include women. So kids, boys and girls, are not learning about these women who contributed greatly to our country's formation and to that of society. Um, I'm going to share one of my favorite quotes. This this is what kind of led me to create this program we called Making Her Story and also leading to building a museum in three to five years, the Women's Legacy Museum. Uh, Every time a girl opens a book and reads a womanless history, she learns that she is worthless. Now, I'm going to add on my own special words here because this is also important. Every time a boy opens a book and reads a womanless history, what kind of message is that sending to boys? That women were insignificant? What were they doing during the Revolutionary War, the Civil War, and any war after that? Uh, what did they do to contribute as far as, you know, the, um, you know our society and, and the growth of, you know, communities? Women were very much entrenched in all of that, but rarely get the mention. Mm-hmm. So we decided to create Making Her Story, which is a production. It's a stage production where girls portray the women in history, along with women my age even. You know, so they're all on stage together. And the sense coming from that when they portray these roles is a sense of pride they now understand because they've embodied the role of this woman okay they understand what is possible for them because they also see that these women had to undergo tremendous challenges the things that were available are available to us today were not available to them um let's take the suffragettes for instance you know a lot of those women probably knew they would not see women gain the right to vote in their lifetime, but they continued to fight. They risked everything, their reputations, their families, their livelihoods. Why would they continue to fight that? I believe they they were fighting that fight because they wanted future generations to have more than they had. So it's up to us. It's up to future generations to pick up the baton 
and carry on and keep the fight going until we reach that level of equality where we are where we have an equal place at the table with men. Mm-hmm. That's all. I love this quote from from Gloria Steinem. She said, "We didn't want to rule the world. We just wanted an equal place at the table." <laughs> you right. know, it's not a lot to ask. <laughs> it is honest. not. But you know, it's also really important for a girl's confidence that she know her lineage, does she understand that this is her legacy? And to look mm-hmm. back on on and you can do a tremendous amount of research on the internet and find these women who are rarely mentioned. And the things that they did is just phenomenal. There's thousands upon thousands of stories that we have yet to hear. And that we need to start hearing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, You know, so there are any number of ways to empower women. While the Women's Journey Foundation does this in many ways, I want to focus on specifically on multi-generational mentorship. Yeah. Why did you decide to take this approach and what sort of impact has it had? Right. Um, you know, when we started the Women's Journey Foundation 20 plus years ago, <laughs> um, you know, it started off as a women's event. And we realized that we were missing the element of generations being involved. So we started our girls program five years into it. And um, when, we, when we did research, we realized that there were over 70% of girls who had low self-esteem. The Women's Journey Foundation, we, we focus where the greatest need is. Mm-hmm. And that need has been growing. Um, for instance, the leading demographic of suicide in the country right now are girls 10 to 14. Uh, it's, it's, it's crazy to think about that a 10-year-old would consider suicide. We've had some of those girls at our conferences and our programs. Um, so then we, we, when we realized, you know, what we were doing as far as working with the girls, we thought, well, let's take the women who've lived their lives, who've raised their kids, had careers, had life experiences that they could share with these younger kids. And the cool part of it is, this, this is something that I love so much. It's always, this organization's always been about collaboration. When these women come together and they decide to mentor these girls, the girls are like, they eat it up. They love being in the presence of older women who are willing to take the time and share some information with them that will probably help them along in their life journey. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so, you know, we have we have women in their 80s mentoring young girls and the girls love it. So it's like, you know, I remember not wanting to spend time with my mom because my mom wasn't cool. <laughs> <laughs> but now I look back on all the wisdom that I gained from her, you know, um, and the women, the other women who came into my life, uh, how much I've learned through the years through them. And they saved me some some steps along the way where I didn't have to go through that anguish or that pain or that challenge because I realized, okay, I don't have to repeat what she is telling me. I can move on in my own my own direction and figure this out. But uh, what I do love about the mentoring program is the women who mentor the girls. There's a sense of fulfillment that comes from that experience. There really is. And the girls, like I said, they just eat it up. They love being in the presence of older women. I think they are. They think they truly understand what they are getting. What they're receiving is a gift. Mm-hmm. That is so, so beautiful to have the benefit being received on both ends. Isn't it great? Yeah, and it gives me chills. I just, I, I've seen it for myself and it gives me such a sense of pride knowing that 
both, you know, any, no matter what age you are at, that you can be in the presence of another woman and really understand and respect what she's been through in her life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's so, so beautiful. Um, you know, so fostering self-esteem and growth, that's become your life's passion. Yeah. What was it that made you devoted to this work? Ah, uh, um, okay. I'll, I'll start by saying, I don't, uh, say this often enough, probably. Um, but I was very insecure growing up. Um, my mom was a single mom and she struggled, you know, um, her main thought was get dinner on the table, make sure my daughters have, you know, food at the table. They have things, they have clothes to wear. They're in school and they are in a safe environment. Uh, she was always in survival mode. Okay. So she didn't have a lot of time to devote towards trying to figure out why her young or her older daughter is insecure and self-doubting herself. Um, so she tried Girl Scouts and she tried getting me involved in school clubs and none of that worked um, until someone, another woman, school teacher, uh, recognized that I had some talents and strengths that I wasn't aware of. So she sort of put me in a direction. She said, you know, I bet you you'd be good at photography. And as it turns out, I was really good at it. <laughs> and it became my artistic expression. And so, um, you know, when I can sort of pass that information on to a younger girl or we as an organization can create experiences for girls where they can understand that they too have talents and strengths, they are let, they're, they're not as apt to make poor life decisions and they're more confident and probably less likely to even consider suicide. Absolutely. You know, so, you know, at what we do here at the Women's Journey Foundation is extraordinary. Uh, we create these workshops that are highly interactive and engaging, but we also create workshops that are fun, but also thought provoking because we want to get to the heart of the matter. When the girls have a heartfelt experience, they remember it. And they'll probably practice those tools that we give them to help them get through the tough times, the challenges in their own lives. Yeah. Um, we have an upcoming conference in October 22nd. So it'll be our 17th annual. Um, these last two years, we had to go online and try to figure out how to do this type of right. program online. It's mm -hmm. not quite as um, as easy as we thought it might be. <laughs> But mm -hmm. we're getting better at doing it online and creating that experience for girls, especially since girls are really struggling with the whole suicide thing and isolation and, yeah. you know, stemming mostly from the pandemic and not being in school. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, we have some great workshops, like to give you a couple examples, uh, we have a mirror workshop that we pretty much do every year because it's, mo it's the most impactful one we do. Mm -hmm. And it's called um, Reflection Perfection. Okay. And um, we have these little compact mirrors, okay? And we have these little recording devices. And so part of the workshop is to record a message to yourself. So when you open that mirror and the record, and then you can hear a recording of your own voice, you know, I might say, hey, Patty, your perfection is, is you know, eminent. You're, you know, you have such a beautiful smile and you can do anything you set your mind to. You know, if I'm having a bad day, I'm just going to flip that thing on and remember, oh, yeah, I did say that to myself. That's um, awesome. Right, right. <laughs> um, we have also a community mirror that we decorate and we use those pens, those gel pens. 
And so girls have to look in the mirror and think of one word that, you know, represents their reflection. And we're not asking them to be writing down the most positive words. Maybe they're looking at their reflection. They're thinking, I'm not feeling so great today. Mm-hmm. You know, so write down that word. So what happens then is we point out that these other words that are all around them, the other words that are positive, sort of diminishes that feeling, you you know, or that, that word that is negative to you. Look at all the words that are around you and you're looking at the same reflection. Yeah. Oh, that's really, really powerful. Isn't that powerful? Yeah, yeah. for sure it is. And I love, you know, um, to your point that people, they're going to remember the way that they felt, that emotion they feel. Because like they say, people might not remember what you say, but they will absolutely remember the way you made them feel. Absolutely. So the fact that you can do that through these different engagements, these different activations, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. You, do you remember ever um, at school having a parachute exercise? Yes. Okay. We're doing uh-huh. that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but, you know, we, we try to put meaning behind, a, you know, the parachute exercise. This is about community now. This is about community self-care, um, being involved and nurturing others while nurturing yourself, mm-hmm. protecting yourself and protecting others. And we just, we tie it all into the parachute and the girls get to switch off. Some get to run in and out from underneath the tent or the parachute and the other girls get to hold it and flip it up and, and they will put plastic balls in the middle and there's a whole analogy around that one too. Um, we also have girls write love notes to themselves, mm. you know, mm-hmm. that's important. And then uh, I think I mentioned, mentioned the other day, we have a puppy pen every year mm-hmm. and the whole exercise is about. What does that feel like to hold a little puppy, Right. nurture that puppy, make that puppy feel safe mm-hmm. and tie it back to the girl herself. Now, what are you doing for yourself? That's nurturing and makes yourself feel safe. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It's such a, it's such a great program. It, and like I said, it's fun right. and it's thought provoking and the girls just, they just love it. That is awesome. It sounds really, really awesome. And I love that level of, of engagement. Um, you know, so the, the fact of the matter is that it's not sugar and spice and everything nice. Girls are made of so much more and need so much more to recognize the possibilities and to realize their potential, their full potential. Here enters GirlsCon. So, which you just shared some details of, um, how do people get involved? How do people support? How do they become part of this? Oh gosh. Yeah. There's many different ways. Uh, volunteering is always a good way to start. Um, we, uh, when we, when we're looking for people to get involved, we always encourage them go to one of our events, participate mm-hmm. at that level because that gets people locked in because they see it for themselves and they feel it for themselves too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if we really want girls to succeed and we want them to rise up to that equality level, okay, mm-hmm. we have to get them ready for the journey. Yes. You know, and so, you know, again, going back to the mentorship piece, when women come aboard and men can do this too, is decide, I want to put, I want to put my time in on the mentorship piece, or I want to put my time in being an active board member. Or I want to be part of the creation process. There's so many different things that we do at the Women's Journey Foundation. Or I want to be part of the research of mm-hmm. women of the Women's Legacy Museum. Um, there's different ways to be involved. Um, and the, you know, we always um, 
strive to find out what is your own talent and strength mm-hmm. that you can lend. So right. we do we do an interview process, and there's some you know some vetting, and um, and then we also you know uh, like I said, we want people to be involved in our events because that's where it's at, you know. Mm-hmm. And you, you can get involved by going to our website. There's a form, a volunteer form. And, and then we go from there by just doing an interview and seeing where we can find a good fit. Awesome. That is that's fantastic. Uh, so last question that I have for you today, Patty, is for girls who feel that they're not enough. They're not thin enough, not pretty enough, not smart enough, not strong enough, not any of the enoughs. What advice do you have? Oh, boy, if I had had this advice when I was young, it probably would have saved me a lot of (laughs) heartache. Um, I would say that those are negative self thoughts and negative self thoughts can be dispelled by by changing your mind about how you feel about yourself. Everyone, no matter what, has talents and strengths. It doesn't matter what you look like. It's matter how what matters is how you feel about yourself on the inside and recognizing that you are here for a reason. You have a purpose on this planet. Mm-hmm. Find out what that is. Explore it. Doesn't matter. Maybe you might have self-doubts like, well, I can't do this or I can't do that, but there is something you can do. There's something that will give you such happiness and such fulfillment in your life. You just have to figure out where it's at. Find mm-hmm. it. It's there waiting for you. That is beautiful advice, and I love that you speak to the fact that it's it's finding your purpose, not focused on the perfection, but on the purpose of you being, not the perfection of it. Thank you so much, and I've thanked you before. I'm going to thank you again for the work that you're doing that's so needed, and uh, thank you for helping all of us become just a bit more aware now. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time. Appreciate it. Thank you. Tune into our podcast, subscribe to our magazine, find us and join us online. Visit IamAwareNow.com. We will no longer wait for permission to change the world. Together, we are Aware Now.